is the source of the anxiety, fear, and fragmentation in American culture? Why can't we all just get along? What's happening to E Pluribus Unum? Hi, I'm Rex Rogers, and this is episode number 83 of Discerning What is Best, a podcast applying unchanging biblical principles in a rapidly changing world and a Christian worldview to current issues and everyday life. If you are a conservative of a certain age, you probably long ago learned to consider those who disagree with your social political views as liberal. Or maybe you've learned to make jokes when something goes awry, the cake burned in the oven, or you got a flat tire. Well, the liberals did it. But a significant change has taken place in the American political landscape that should cause all of us who are conservative to rethink our sense of the opposition. Now, the accurate term for those who work to undermine conservative views and principles is not so much liberal as leftists. They are people who hold far-left views quite distinct from old-time liberals. Most conservatives demonstrate a respect for religion, particularly Judeo-Christianity. They believe in God and recognize that without God, there is no good and evil, no beauty, no wisdom, no free will, no justice. Conservatives believe truth is objectively identifiable not a matter of subjective whim or identity group politics, and therefore knowledge based upon evidence is the foundation of real science. Conservatives acknowledge that human beings are made in the image of God and that life and liberty are inalienable rights, gifts from God, not government. Consequently, they affirm a colorblind approach to race, recognizing that race is a matter of biology and a gift from God, not a matter of value or potential. Conservatives vigorously affirm and defend freedom of religion and freedom of speech, and they believe e pluribus unum is both possible and essential to our national identity. Conservatives believe in responsibilities as well as rights. Conservatives celebrate the time-tested, honored values of Western civilization and the freedom and blessing it has produced. Now, interestingly, while liberals tend to trust big government more than conservatives, they typically reject socialism and otherwise affirm many of the same values as conservatives. Most liberals believe in God, objective truth, law and order, free enterprise, nationalism, and patriotism. They are committed to racial integration. Liberals like FDR championed Western civilization, Western art, and literature. But today, division and rancor are defining elements of American culture. The source of this division and rancor is a now-dominant leftist political philosophy that has taken control of public education, universities, media, entertainment, professional sports, corporations, and even religion. This leftist philosophy, or leftism, or now self-identified by the oxymoron progressives, is rooted in what's called cultural Marxism. Division is its stock in trade. Every discussion, every issue is conceived of as us versus them, victims versus oppressors. Leftists are typically hostile to religion, especially Christianity. Leftist progressives do not believe in God, yet many on the left say they believe in God, but this is generally a God of their own making. They believe human beings are socially constructed, either via some social determinism or through a humanist belief that we can somehow remake ourselves anything we want to be. 
leftist progressives believe truth is not identified, but created. Leftist progressives are not guided by a moral compass, but by power. If you are weak, you are good. If you are strong, you are bad. In terms of race, if you're non-white, you're good. If you're white, you're bad. And then, of course, class. Economics, they believe, explains most behaviors. Social progressives trust not reason, but feelings, subjective roller coaster emotions. For them, the source of possible improvement is not religion, God, or moral choices, but the self. They distrust freedom of speech. Leftist progressives promote a sense of entitlement, rights, and a lack of gratitude. They oppose capitalism, and they want to usher in state socialism. Leftist progressives are anti-American because they see the country as simply a mechanism of white supremacy, racism, homophobia, xenophobia, and imperialism. Consequently, they call themselves world citizens, who believe, by the way, in open borders. Leftist progressives think the terms colorblind, human race, and racial integration are racist, so they endlessly promote diversity, equity, and inclusion vague terms used to bludgeon all who disagree and to advance their view of justice as equality of outcomes. They hate Western civilization. Since the way leftist progressives gain power is by exploiting victimhood, they argue for LGBTQ plus and gender identities, including androgyny. This issue is the point of their spear. Liberalism is a political philosophy. Leftism is a cult. Liberalism espouses a core set of values and principles, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of the press, that are applied to every situation in every country of the world. Leftism espouses a fascist interpretation of said principles with a selective application. Liberalism allows for different points of view. Leftists angrily silence all dissent. Now, conservatism seeks to preserve what is tested and known and trusted and best for individual liberty and flourishing. Leftism, however, works to degrade, disrupt, disenchant, and it destroys everything it touches. Leftist progressivism is now the dominant cult-like political philosophy, a religion, really, in American culture. The problem is, not only is leftism deadly, it's morally unsustainable. Leftist progressivism is postmodern paganism. Our current civilizational struggle is not reflective of a refined policy debate between amicable partisans. Rather, it is one that implicates fundamentally distinct theological and anthropological visions of mankind, of man's very biology and his relation with his fellow man, the state, and God himself. Recently, Claremont Institute President Ryan Williams observed, even during the Civil War, I think we're more divided now than we were then. As Lincoln said, we all prayed to the same God. We all believed in the same constitution. We just differed over the question of slavery. Now, this is perhaps most clearly true when it comes to gender ideology and transgenderism which is the issue most directly implicated in America's fundamental divide as a struggle between differing theological and anthropological conceptions of mankind. That is not a debate where the best white paper wins. 
It is a zero-sum contestation of clashing visions of the human person, rooted in diametrically opposed underpinnings. And more to the point, the forces of godlessness, paganism, and civilizational arson certainly already treat the debate over gender ideology as a vicious winner-take-all battle. Today's leftist progressives are not open to rational debate. They are not willing to be reasoned with. Rather, they know their conclusions because they have fully imbibed a highly fashionable, if false, anthropological and theological conception of mankind. Meanwhile, there is hope. God is still sovereign. Christianity leads to individual dignity, value, liberty, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, beauty, excellence, righteousness, justice. Death is not the end. A sense of ultimate purpose, optimism. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks to give the reason for this hope. Well, we'll see you again soon. This podcast is about discerning what is best. If you find this thought-provoking and helpful, follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Download an episode for your friends. For more Christian commentary, check my website, R-E-X-M as in Martin, that's rexmrogers.com. And remember, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm. Stand firm.